0: Aloha and welcome back to Talk Story with John Waihe'i and our special program today to talk about an industry that very few people knew about that actually is quite important to the state of Hawaii. It's an industry that creates, I would say, hundreds of jobs and millions of dollars for our economy. And more or just as importantly, spends, uh, it provides multi-millions of dollars in promoting our state as a great place to visit and a great place to do business, something that we all are concerned about. My guests today are two people relate, uh, that are associated with an organization called HAIFA, Haifa Hawaii International Film Association. First of all, I'd like to introduce a uh, former senator of the state of Hawaii, and and and, and a um, representative of Haifa, uh, Brickwood Galateria. He's here with us today. Aloha, oh. Brickwood.
1: Aloha, God. And, Thank you for inviting us.
0: And well, Brickwood is sort of a, a neophyte, a, 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 except for his uh, support in the legislature for this uh, industry. But I, we have with us uh, sort of the, uh, the architect, I would say, uh, of this industry, uh, Leroy Jenkins. Now, Leroy is, Leroy, what, should I consider you
2: one of the founders of Haifa? Would you say that? Yeah, I'm one of the founders. There were several that uh, put Haifa together, but I was one of them. I was the first co-chairman and then became the first president.
0: And so you've been associated with the industry and with Haifa for what?
2: I, I don't want to, for longer than I've, I was governor. I, I know that. Yeah, yes, yes, that's correct. Haifa was formed in 1986. So that's when uh, I started uh, with several others and we put Haifa together. Why?
0: Why? What, what does Haifa, what does the, okay, guys, uh, people out there, once again, Haifa stands for, and this might be the last time we do this, the Hawaii International uh, Film Industry, right, or no, Association, okay. right?
1: Well, if,
0: go ahead. No, no. So, given that majestic name in the back of the initials, what and why? Tell us all about
2: it. Well, Haifa, like I said, was founded in 1986. And prior to 1986, and I jumped into the industry in the late, uh, uh, 19, actually 1985, uh, a lot of us had uh, a common goal. And we had different challenges that we needed to solve. In 1986, uh, Japan was very popular with Hawaii and becoming more popular film crews, uh, different production crews, TV crews, commercial crews, documentaries, loved coming to Hawaii. And so they were coming here, but in 1986, we had a issue with immigration and labor. And so a lot of us that were kind of in the business in a direct way with Japan, as far as who they contact, production service companies, local producers, kind of got together and we, Needed to figure out how to solve the issues of a foreign film crew coming into the state of Hawaii to work with the people of Hawaii. Well,
0: now, so, now, Leroy, let let me just uh, for you know for some uh, understanding here. When you're talking about popular with Japan and film crews coming out. Uh, I mean, what, are you talking about like movies, like Godzilla being uh, filmed in Hawaii, or what? What are we
2: talking about here? What? I'm talking what, here. what is the? Yeah, the... more TV programming, more commercials. Uh, feature films have always uh, been few and far in between due to budgets. They don't have the Hollywood budgets. But basically, what makes up Haifa and the content and the projects that come through Haifa. Basically is everything from uh, a small video crew coming in to do a documentary, a restaurant guide, um, showing the visitors uh, uh, that come to Hawaii from Japan, uh, you know, where they can go, whether it's Sonoma Bay or the North Shore or a or cool Ranch. And up to your uh, television campaigns, it could be ANA Airlines, it could be Japan Airlines, it could be Shiseido, all the different uh, different companies like that. Hawaii became very, very desirable to come, but one thing that was not being accomplished is the education of how to come to Hawaii and do business in Hawaii. So they would just come and bring everybody because they just didn't know any better. There was no introduction at that time made to our our local resources, which is our labor, uh, as well as uh, our talent. So basically an issue popped up in 1986, and that it had to be handled. So basically a lot of us that were affected by this uh, situation in 1986, and I'm not only talking about the people that were dealing direct with Japan, I'm talking about talent agencies, equipment rental houses. Uh, These were
0: people that they could have been hiring in Hawaii. So. Well, what I, 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 I'm reading between the lines or listening between the lines. And what you're suggesting, Leroy, is that one of the things that Haifa did was connect Japanese companies yes. with local resources so that they yes. would hire local companies and local
2: employees. Yes, and, and they were not educated or the introduction had not been made prior to 1986. So the first thing that Haifa had to do when a number of us got together and that included not only the production service companies that had direct communication with Japan, but like I said, talent agencies because they would benefit from international film, equipment rental houses, even where you took them to restaurants and groups, uh, you know, large groups, the restaurants would benefit and everything. So we all had to meet with the immigration director in 1986. And asked him what we could do to get the industry back on its feet because the issue in 1986 basically shut the industry down. Okay. And so they were not coming, so this is where Haifa started, and it was founded by a number of people, and I was the first co-chairman with uh, another person named Bud Weisbra, who happened to own the movie camera rental house. So there were a lot of people that had a lot, a lot, a lot of interest in uh, fixing the international problem. So Haifa, basically, we took it upon our, ourselves and uh, felt that it was our responsibility to educate, to go to Japan, which we did. We traveled in groups of 30 and 40. Everybody kind of paid their own way. We put on seminars with many workshops, tra- simultaneous translator workshops. We taught them about budgets. We talk, uh, taught them about payroll, labor, customs, visa, anything that they had to understand uh, on what to do through us, HIFA members, and to come to Hawaii to so that they would have a successful film shoot and go home happy and return. So, so
0: not, what Haifa did though was was actually create a whole new industry. Oh, we did. It, it was a, a new it, industry. It was
2: a small industry. When when I jumped into it, I did some research and found out there was only about fifteen or sixteen small projects coming here. Well, as as we go through this with uh, with. The so let's
0: say the pandemic be, uh starts um in January of 2021. I just this is it, it starts a little later but sure. uh, or or whenever. Now you, you go with 15 little companies coming in in uh in 1986 right. by the time we get to 2020 let's say what what's what what's the growth of this
2: industry? The growth of uh, where we're at is an average of 150 to 175 different projects a year coming through Haifa and it's uh, uh, visa programs that we can talk about. But yeah, that's the growth. And so when you talk about uh, the money. Uh, or or what's coming into the economy, uh, I'd probably say 10 to $15 million a year easy, not counting the promotional value. Because now we're talking about programs from NHK, Fuji TV, you're talking about campaigns, Uh, you see Diamond Head in the background, and then somebody comes here on vacation. So that promotional value, you cannot put a dollar sign on. So We're very close to some of the public relation firms in town that work with Japan, and they think it's easy a billion dollars in promotional value that we're losing right now because of the current situation. Haifa basically took the responsibility as regulations changed from 86 to 90, and when we first met John, uh, up to 98, and i have to confess
0: yes I, I was i was in the um yes i was at uh, in government at that time i, I was I, one of them well i guess you would call me the man
1: or whatever <laughs> but, uh, i think it's also uh, Leroy, let yeah me... i was
0: going to ask you senator how important is this uh industry for hawaii I mean, it's, it's grown over the years but
1: i think that uh, you know if you if you took uh, the well you just he just mentioned a billion dollars but let me also say that what Haifa did was created a a a, a collaborative a a, a collaboration with the locals who are in the business so as a caveat it was almost well you know they have so much support over the years they've been so much support from the local unions
2: yes
0: yeah i i I was really leading up to that and i'm glad you brought it up uh, senator because you know, one of the things one of the issues that can occur when you bring in uh, foreign companies is precisely that. Who do they hire? Do they bring in their own people? How many local people are actually benefiting? So for this place or this place? Uh, for the place. So what, what's the situation, or at least what's the situation? What was the situation till, say, let's say, for an arbitrary date 2020, I mean? We know that right now that's not happening. But
2: what what was it? I mean, the process process was simple. Haifa and its membership were the historians of this last program that we had, and that we were the. Haifa was contacted to approve of any foreign film crew that would come in, and we worked with local labor. So one thing that we did when we went to Japan uh, several times and did a number of seminars, we would take over uh, uh, gaffers or lighting technicians, we would take over cameramen, we would take over equipment, rental house people, so that we, and I figured this out a long time ago, especially with Japan or, or, or even Korea and the other Asian markets, visual is best. And like you said, introduction. Wow. That's what they were lacking in the beginning. And this is where Haifa came in. Through Haifa, they met the qualified technicians, the, the the talent if needed uh, uh, to to be part of the production. Uh, uh, this is what Haifa did. We, we educated them, we made the introductions and it was quite amazing. Once we took those steps, when someone would make a return visit like a, a television campaign, they would ask, their key people would ask for the same people because they established relationships. Mm-hmm. And this is where, Uh, what I call the pendulum. In the beginning, they didn't know anybody. They didn't know anything. And then we just made it go this way. So less people came, just key people because it was their project done in their language. And then the rest of the people were hired here. And that's the relationships that we have with labor, which is extremely important. But there has been no problems with labor or anybody, especially with the uh, the government like your state film office and dbat uh, Department and Business and Economic.
0: Well, we're, we're, we're gonna need to yeah. take a short break. And uh, when we come back, I'm gonna ask, follow up on that very question and ask the, the good Senator over there as a member of the uh, government side of this, the state government side of this, what was the, the state of Hawaii's uh, attitude to, to, to this new industry that was created by people who thought enough about uh, local employees and businesses to go out and train uh, train a market for them. So we're gonna take a short break right now and we will be right back. I'm Mitch Ewan, host of Hawaii, the State of Clean Energy on ThinkTech Hawaii. Hawaii, the State of Clean Energy is about following the many clean energy initiatives in Hawaii. Hawaii, the State of Clean Energy appears weekly on ThinkTech Hawaii at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays. Thank you so
1: much for watching our show. We'll see you then. Aloha. Aloha and
0: welcome back to our fascinating show about an industry in Hawaii that so little of us know, we see, we know that Hawaii is a great place to do filming and video uh, productions and the like, Uh, we see creation of fabulous uh, commercials. And uh, I I was just, uh, for example, I ran into somebody just the other day, and then I I, I just looked up at him and I said, hey, you must use somebody. You know, you guys remember, this is what happened. Well, evidently, people from Japan and Korea and Asia are taking advantage of it, you know, and uh, coming to Hawaii to film. And we are talking about the people who got that industry started. I have also with us this afternoon, Senator uh, Brickwood Galataria, and as a member of the legislature of the state government, what were your thoughts, or just in general, or uh, the government, the state's thoughts about Haifa and what they were doing in order to bring about this uh, kind of uh, business opportunity to people of? Hawaii? You know,
1: in in the um, in the government. Uh apparatus we're very very aware of first the the top industry is tourism obviously tourism and the what the role that hypha plays in tourism is incredibly important because they help promote Hawaii. Right. And so you know their very place in the number one industry uh, is very very important. And then you go down the list a little bit more and then you you know you have the military construction and then you have the film industry itself, not only as it relates to tourism, but as a standalone industry. And, you know, Haifa plays a big part in that too, because it's uh, it's a revenue stream as well for the state of Hawaii. So indeed, Haifa is a part of, uh, I think, the revenue production of the state. And, and
0: it's also something I would assume that the state uh, w- work to support. I mean, this is something that the, that the uh, tourist, uh, that the um, movie office, at DVD or the Department of Economic Development would be supportive of. I'm just assuming. Oh yeah is, that, am that's, I correct? I
1: think you know. Yeah, you're you're correct. It is development. The, uh, the The Department of Business, Economic Development, and Tourism. So it's a really important part of uh, of the government. And in, in addition to that, you know, we try and make it as smooth. As possible for them to to come in and do their work, you know.
0: Yeah, which 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 really brings us back to you, Leroy, and that is my understanding is that obviously foreign crews coming to Hawaii need to get through immigration and customs, like like we do if we come back to Hawaii from a trip. Yes, and so uh, my understanding, either one of you, is that. Um, Right now, or, or, or since 1986, actually, there was a process that would uh, people could apply for um, in Japan, for example, that would allow them to have a visa to come to Hawaii. Uh, my understanding is that process was very laborious. And you, Haifa, was able to help Uh, people get through that process. Maybe you want to give us a little bit about the history of how that
2: occurred. Well, uh, it's a simple history. Uh, Basically what we were trying to do is, like Brickwood said, the Senator said, is make it comfortable for them to come uh, and to represent them why they're in Hawaii and make sure they go back home uh, after a good production. But like the first step is, is to come through that airport. That's an immigration process. Right now it's border protection. So around 1998 and early 1988 with the help of Senator Noy's office, uh, the labor unions, the guild, uh, DBAD, the film office, a lot of people involved, we were given a program, uh, a pilot program that we could use uh, that uh, people could apply through Haifa, through one of its full members to come to Hawaii, uh, and that process would only take one week, with very little paperwork. What
0: What was the original process that you were where we were
2: coming from? Do. Yeah, well, the original process, uh, basically, when you count the time to prepare the paperwork in Japan, the documents that needed to be filled out, you need an immigration lawyer to do the application to apply for. Uh, it, it's called the O visa currently. Then you have to get all the national labor organizations, and then it has to go back to the embassy for security clearance and stuff. But when you put that time frame together, we're looking six to eight weeks. Now the speed of production, we don't have six to eight weeks to wait for an approval,
0: and which so you never so you, so you worked on the creation of
2: a special program. Program. To uh, accompany uh, to uh, work with the speed of production, so basically, I would say out of those 150 jobs a year that I, I mentioned, probably 147 of them only have about a two-week time frame wow. before before we're notified. You know, including my private uh, company, so we're notified. Oh, there's a campaign coming in. Uh, Maybe maybe we'll have three weeks, but that's about it. So basically, Hawaii Hawaii was missing the opportunity and the growth of a a new industry. So we had to work on just that basic thing of the time frame. And this is where we worked with the film office in DBAT in 98 and Senator Inouye's office at that time. And the immigration director at that time gave us uh, a, a pilot program. Now, since then, we've had over 2,500 projects come in through Haifa, and it's 22 member companies, uh, which, you know, 150 year, whatever it is. But uh, it, was, it was a slow growth. But we noticed a big difference as soon as we were given that program. Everybody wanted to come to Hawaii, nobody had any problem with working with labor in Hawaii. The Haifa member took the responsibility as a sponsor for that inbound uh, film crew, right? And labor had to approve, because of American labor, they had to approve of who came in. And basically, that is what we do before a project even comes in. And this
0: was a pilot program that was established
2: locally. So it was something unique to Hawaii. Very unique and specific to Hawaii. It was good. At the international airport in Honolulu and Kona.
0: Okay, so right now, um, I, I'm assuming the reason why we uh, the, the reason why we're talking about it as the sort of that used to have that yes. it does it, right right now that program which was such a success as a pilot program in Hawaii uh, is what's the status of it? Maybe we'll ask the Senator, if you, you, you represent uh, Haifa. So what is the status of the program, Senator, uh, of this program that made this industry so successful?
1: Well, it's no longer being executed. There was a, um, an interesting uh, situation that evolved because almost a perfect storm of COVID the previous administration's locking down of the borders, and uh, uh, and the inability to access this particular program, so it results. It now results in the program being dormant. And so, what we would hope to see is uh, 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 let's redo do the program in different ways. We could do it legislatively. We could possibly do it. Uh, in a regulatory fashion we want to work closely with the borders and uh patrol and and uh, however we, we want to do it we'd like to maintain and on top of that uh we still have a little bit of time to reinstate the program because uh the asian borders especially the japanese board they have not opened themselves up yet fully so while so
0: actually the timing right now the timing is it's is uh, in our favor, in the sense that, as long as we keep working on it though, because I don't know uh, about anybody else, but I don't want to see this industry lose its momentum in the state of Hawaii. So we do have the time to do something about it. And well, Senator, let me ask you a question that as I sit here is is troubling me a little bit, and, or, or not troubling as much as it seems to me from what Leroy talked about and the evolution of uh, things as they outline, that uh, our this industry has had a very collaborative relationship uh, with the powers that be, both with the state and with the federal level and so forth. And so th- does does that give you optimism? I mean, is that something that you, think we can build on.
2: Leroy, I think that's for you. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm very optimistic. I think the timing is on our side right now, but we need to keep moving forward. Um, our relationship, especially with the state and the film office, just so you understand uh, how serious Haifa took this program or, or the international industry. Uh, when projects are finished. We, We all have to give Haifa's main office the data, how many jobs are created, how much money came into the economy, how much was spent on hotels. So we are a contributing factor to the overall industry. But I think because uh, uh, past administrations like both of you mentioned, I think that we now have to embark on uh, uh, reinstating this program with uh, new safeguards and that we have to maybe educate uh, the people and the powers uh, uh, at, at border protection. They're not familiar with us or our history, uh, uh, even though they've honored the program since uh, to, uh, uh, 9-11. Well, wow. Yeah, they, I mean, they have been party to so it. this,
0: is a, this, this, uh, this um, program was uh, in place for over 20-something years. And... Correct. And what we need now is to uh, get it or some version of it uh, back in place. Yeah. And so, um, you know, well, I, I, it seems like the pieces are all there. It seems like your, uh, your commitment to making this happen as well as work with the powers that be uh, are there. And you've got the uh, important people like uh, Senator, Galateria strategically helping you. And Leroy, I, I remember from the 1990s when you first walked in my office and tell, told me that there was this great opportunity to bring uh, TV commercials and things from Japan to Hawaii and make sure, because initially, um, you know, people were afraid that they would be just bringing in their own crews. But well, a- a- actually, you ended up uh, making it what I would consider a Hawaii industry.
2: It, it is a Hawaii industry, and uh, labor is very happy. Our relationship with labor is very stable. There, a lot of their members have grown up on Haifa pr- uh, uh, productions, right? Wow. So if you were just talk to any of their BAs. Uh, they're they're very happy to work with Haifa. There's one thing that. Uh, these years have proven out is that Hawaii is on the map. We have to compete with other ports of entry or other countries like Australia. So you have to keep Hawaii in the forefront. And so if you make it comfortable for them to come, that's the first step. They will come. We are, I'm contacted all the time. And I'm sure other hyphen members are too. They want to come back. They're asking, can we come uh back? (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, I, in fact, I may have to ask you guys
0: back when we finally when you finally solve the problem. Yeah. But yeah, you know, thank you. Unfortunately, we're, we've hit the end of our time, and I do want to thank you uh, very much for being the guest on this show and to bringing to our attention the importance of this industry. and um, hopefully i hope that the people who view this get to understand what you're doing and become very supportive so thank you so much uh leroy and senator galateria it's a pleasure to have
2: you, Mahalo,
0: thank, Aloha.
2: you. Mahalo, thank you